Welcome to the IVF Journey with Dr. Michael Chapman, the podcast for couples who struggle with infertility and want to fulfill their dreams of becoming parents. In this podcast, you'll learn actionable strategies to deal with infertility from Dr. Michael Chapman, or Prof as he's affectionately known. Prof is the co-founder of IVF Australia and is a leading Australian infertility specialist who has helped over 3,000 couples realise their dreams of becoming parents. To access previous episodes packed with ideas, solutions and tips that actually work, head over to Dr. Chapman's IVF podcast on iTunes. You can also ask questions by contacting Dr. Chapman's rooms on 1-800-111-483 or by emailing him michael.chapman at ivf.com.au. That first cry of a baby born after the long journey of IVF remains one of the most beautiful experiences in the world. As an obstetrician and an IVF specialist, I've had the privilege of experiencing this over many thousands of times in my long career, but I still remain moved by each baby's first cry. It signifies the end of a long journey and the beginning of a new life. This is Professor Michael Chapman, co-founder of IVF Australia and host of the IVF Journey podcast. Thanks for tuning in. To access all the previous episodes, head over to my website, www.theivfjourney.com and select IVF Journey Podcast from the navigation menu. You'll also be able to find the various services that we provide at IVF Australia. Miscarriage is actually very common, whether it's through natural conception or through IVF. There's actually no difference in the incidence. If you're 30 years old, every five or six pregnancies is going to be a miscarriage. A loss of a pregnancy between five and six weeks through to 12 weeks. Handling that miscarriage can be very difficult. In this day and age, when we plan our pregnancies so well, or we think we do, in most cases, a desired pregnancy, the decision to have tried to get pregnant is a conscious one. When the pregnancy test is positive, it's a wonderful day. But when, some weeks later, miscarriage occurs, it is a real downer. And women who have more than one miscarriage become very depressed and frustrated. They require investigation, but mostly reassurance. Now, I was lucky to have the opportunity to talk to Liz Ellis, who's recently published a book on fertility, and it includes a discussion of miscarriage. So I interviewed her just recently, and this is what she said. You know what? It's hard, isn't it? And it's amazing, isn't it? Language is ancient, but we still don't have language for miscarriage. And I found the best way to cope was to tell people. And when I did, I was amazed at the amount of people who said, Been there, done that. Been there, done that. Yeah. And well, I mean, it's the commonest ailment that requires any procedure in is it really? reproductive age. Yep. Yeah. It's amazing, isn't it? Yeah. And like, it's hard. And there's nothing that I can say, well, do this, tick that box, do that. You get through it how you get through it. Allow yourself to wallow in your own self pity. Allow yourself to feel sad. Allow yourself to grieve. 
My last miscarriage, I went through a months-long grieving process. I cried myself to sleep at night and you know, I beat myself up. I had my husband. We met when I was 20. I had my sperm donor in front of me the whole time and I never did anything about it until it was almost too late and I could feel my fertility slipping through my hands. And I massively beat myself up. And one night my husband said to me, you know, we made our choices. We decided to focus on our respective careers and we have to live with those choices. And he really almost talked me down from the edge because I was really beating myself up terribly. Yeah, because I mean, the, certainly my experience is, particularly when you've had more than one miscarriage, is what yes. did I do wrong? You know, what did the patient do wrong? It is. And that, if you feel like that, don't be scared to ask for a biopsy, hmm, right? That's right. Especially if it's your second or third. Increase, because that, Increasingly, I think doctors are doing that mm, as, a, as, which a, is as a standard, which means you can look someone in the eye and say, this is nature dealing with the world. It is, um, and it's just a yeah. part of the genetic lottery. There's and you were 39 at the time. What we know from our embryology from IVF is that something like 75 80% of embryos that we put back are genetically abnormal. Yep. Most of them don't get to the stage of a miscarriage. If we did put them back, it means the chance. It's nothing to do with you. It's just nature stuffing up. It is. And you do need to go through that process. But I would say don't be afraid to talk about it. I would love for us to be more open about it because the grief is so private because no one knew you were pregnant. Mm. Now, I would turn up on television and I'd be dead on the inside, you know, talking about, oh, it's a great game, brilliant intercept. And I, my head wasn't in it because I was thinking about the fact that I had this baby that wasn't there anymore. Mm. If people knew that, then it's so much easier to deal with and people get the opportunity to be kind to you. So there is much strength to be gained from speaking to people and hearing about other people's experience and knowing that they came out the other side. Yeah, I think that comes out in the book again and again, that don't isolate yourself. No, and you don't have to broadcast it to the world. You don't stick it on Facebook. But there are special people close to who need to know. And, you know, my mother-in-law had never told my husband this. He's the youngest of seven, so this book is not. (laughs) But after we'd had our miscarriages, she told him that between baby number six and baby number seven, she'd had two miscarriages, and no one in the family knew that. And it was was just so nice for me to hear that. She knows what I'm going through. Anyway, so if at first you don't conceive, read the book. How do people get the book? Uh, there's a number of ways you can get it at all good bookstores. There is an ebook version of it. You get it online. Just search for it first you don't conceive and it will, your search engine will send you to where you can get it. Excellent. $35, I'm told. Places like Big W and Kmart have it for a bit cheaper. Not that I want to say that. <laughs> but I don't, And you know what? I don't care where you no, get it and I don't no. care how little you pay. Just yeah. read it. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> don't forget that you can access all the previous episodes by going to our website www.theivfjourney.com and select IVF Journey Podcast from the navigation menu. Thank you for listening to The IVF Journey with Dr. Michael Chapman, the podcast which helps couples negotiate their way through the IVF journey all the way to parenthood. You can also ask questions by contacting Dr. Chapman's rooms on 1800 111 483 or by emailing him michael.chapman at ivf.com.au.